Hello and welcome back to the 80th edition of the Talk Norwich City podcast. I can't believe we've got this far. It feels really good. If you're not um, watching on YouTube uh, and you're on iTunes, we haven't got a guest tonight, which isn't always ideal, but it does mean we've got tons of space. Um, I know Owen Tudor-Jones tweeted us last week to say he was fuming to see how little space Halty was given, Um, but he was good in sort of in tight situations, wasn't he? Absolutely, he always has been, isn't it? Good to see you, mate. Yeah, likewise, you are? likewise. Yeah, very, very good, thank you. If you're all, all your YouTube viewers, of course, you can now see the signed Wes Hulan frame shirt in all of its mm, glory. Which you sometimes can't see. That's a wonderful link. I wanted to talk about, um, we're doing a live podcast we are. in a few weeks. We are. How did that come about? Well, I, th- I think that, well, we've, we've got a great, partnership with with Erpingham. I've got a great relationship with Louis Blake. What's Erpingham House? So Erpingham House is uh, the largest uh, vegan restaurant in the UK. Um, They're a real trailblazer locally in terms of trying to actually not ram veganism down your throat, but actually just get people to enjoy the flavours of it because everyone thinks it's bland. By the way, I'm not a vegan. Um, but but I've enjoyed going there of late. Um, so they've kindly agreed to, to host a live podcast. Um, of course, Russ is massively up for it, and and so is Wes Hulhan. So I'm really really excited. It's something that I'm, I'm a bit nervous, Jack. Mm. I don't know about you, but I think that it could go really really well. Yeah, we've had lots of people in the past ask if we can do these kind of things, and we've been offered opportunities in terms of locations and guests, and it's never quite felt right. I think mm. what we've both agreed on, and we've chatted lots, is we want to provide a really good night and a almost quite a small, intimate venue so people can meet Russ and Wes. Absolutely. And they feel part of it. And you. And me, yeah. Of course, the two legends they want to meet is me and you. Um, and but, of course, Redwell, a free Redwell beer as well. Yeah, so I, w- I would say go and buy your tickets, but they've sold out. Um, so sorry about that. If it does go well, um, then we will do bigger events. And please do also, except for Russ and Wes, because we're doing them, who would you like to see us interview, either on here or live? Mm. And I've got another thing as well. Um, Please, if you're watching on YouTube, comment below and, and, and let us know if you would be interested in coming to a live event in the future. Because if it's something that kicks off, we'd love to love to do them more regularly. And if you're listening on SoundCloud or iTunes, just drop us a tweet. Definitely. Let us actually comment below right now and, and just let us know. I know we did it a few weeks ago, didn't we, in terms of where are people watching from. Mm. And we were covering the whole world. My favourite viewers out there are the TNC podcast viewers because, you know, there's a lot of in-jokes at the moment. We've had some fantastic guests. We're 80 episodes in now. Yeah, We've come great. a long way. 20 episodes to go until that big 100. Um, we're still trying to figure out a, a guest for that one. I've got a random shout out at the start. By the way, I'm so boring for all these. Pu- I'm so sorry for all of the um, public service announcements. Chris from Worthing right. tapped me on the shoulder at Millwall. Uh-huh. And he said he supported Norwich for 50 years and he wants a shout out on the podcast. Well, there you go. So there you go, Chris from Worthing. Good old Chris from Worthing. Um, let's talk about Saturday. You were there. Yeah. Uh, sadly, I wasn't. I was following it from oh, Ely, actually. Time. I know. Time support. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, how many away games have you been to this? <laughs> <laughs> um, how was it? Honestly, it was really, really good. I thought that the atmosphere was was decent. I thought. I mean, I was actually only on decent. The low, well, I thought I was on the lower tier, so that's why I have that opinion. The upper tier was popping off probably a, a lot more. Falcon a horse was going off as well, which was <laughs> nice. I love the fact that we're already. Actually, I'm not sure if I love or hate the fact that we're already singing going up, up, up. 
I kind of love it. Yeah, there's a belief, isn't there? But it's nice. Um, in terms of Millwall, you know, w- when we went down, I thought it, I th- there was just this, again, this not expectation, this just belief that we would go on and win it. And what was so, so satisfying for me watching that game at Millwall, I don't know about you guys listening and watching, but for me, I honestly thought we never really got out of third gear. Really? I thought in the last 20 minutes, don't get me wrong, we bulldozed them. We absolutely did. But for the for the large spell of the game, you know, credit where credit's due to Millwall, um, we almost succumbed to, to their style of football. Of course, it's it's longer balls. Of course, it's more physical. Um, and they've got a, a giant in defence who must be at least seven, <laughs> seven, Jake eight. Yeah. Um, and, but no, honestly, I was impressed. And again, I've... You know, there's a million and one things that we could go in, but the one moment that stands out for me was Timu Puki's first touch yeah. when Emmy Buendia threaded it through, which, by the way, was verging on sexual. Mm. Threads it through. Timu Puki first touch takes it away from the defender, mm. takes all the pressure off. The work's done. Yeah, that's what makes the Timu finish Puki, is exceptional as well. Yeah, Jack, it is. But what needs to be appreciated is it's so so hard. Mm. Any former pro will tell you. To, to take that the way he did and then finish it, yeah. amazing. Um, we were both there last season when we oh. lost 4-0 and, and I was reading Connor's piece on TalkNorrisCity.com and, and it was 553 days ago, that game. It, yeah. it shows how much time Connor has on his hands to work that out. Um, <laughs> but it does just show how far we, we've come because I think a lot of the, the, the well-respected journalists that day, Michael Bailey, I remember saying, Norwich City are relegation fodder after oh. that game. And I think we, we we would have probably agreed at that time. Farker, yeah. the style of football was not good. Yeah, We had the likes of James Husband on the pitch. Russ had a shocker that day. No, 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 no. No, he did have a shocker. Oh, he was mate. a scapegoat, but he did have a shocker. Mate, we, conceded, we conceded four no, goals that mate, day. Marcel Franker was the reason why we conceded four goals that day. And Russ, I don't care anyway, how many people. We lost the game 4 0. Yeah, we we were awful. Yeah, we were. And now we're top of the league. Do you know what I remember? We've come that a long day. way. We have. And do you know what I remember about that day? <laughs> was it the burnt out car? Everything was shit. Yeah, it was. Right? I swear the train was late. Yeah. I swear the underground was delayed. It was kind of yeah. that kind of. That I think they call it Drake in Scotland. I mean, Stuart Hodge will say, will, will correct me on that. What does that um, mean? Drake is like kind of that really light rain. Really, oh, you I either see. want it to properly rain or not at all. Anyway, won't bore you with that. We went. We then went through what looked like a scene out of Green Street with loads <laughs> of like rubbish coming out of bins everywhere, and there was a burnt out car yeah, that was. looked like it just exploded. Yeah. And I remember vividly one of the most iconic defeats being a part of Tottenham City was you physically saying, Chris, I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. I cannot lift up that camera and do my review because I'm so angry. And I vividly remember having to pick it up and do the review with you in the background. I, I th- Shocking, I, I think it? the real, the way, the, because, the reason I was that way that day was because it felt like I didn't know where we were going as a mm. footballer. We, we had such high expectation around Fark, maybe slightly too much expectation and hope. And then, that was what the fifth, sixth game of the season. We just looked awful, and I didn't know how we would come back. And I think we've almost forgot how far this journey has been, and we've forgotten how bad it was. I don't think we have forgotten, and I think, and I think that that is the exact reason, Jack, why North City fans are loving this journey that we're on now, mm. because they can appreciate the fact that you know at the back end of last, at the beginning of last season. We weren't really going anywhere or doing anything or imposing our style of play on the opposition. And now, 
you know, it's the exact opposite. And so, I, I, yeah, I have to disagree. I think the Norwich fans now are loving this more right. because there's not that expectancy. It is practically the same group of players, Jack. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Um, Ish. Yeah. <laughs> ben Godfrey and, Talk to me. and Christoph Zimmerman, yeah. they formed quite the partnership, haven't they? Look, I'm not going to lie, Ben Godfrey surprised me. Yeah. It has surprised me. Um, I mean, I you think... cast your mind back. I, I can't remember what game it was. Tim Closer got injured in the warm-up yeah, yeah. and Godfrey came in. And, and we. I think we we turned around and went to each other. Is Godfrey a centre-back? I think he had one wobbly home game. Just one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Zimmerman had just one dodgy game against Derby this season. And, and now look at him. He's up there. Arguably, he's got a shout... A, maybe an unorthodox shout, shout for player of the season. Mm. Um, I think Ben Godfrey has been so strong, so resilient, most importantly, so mature. Mm. I think he's been steady on the ball. He's not really made any individual errors that I can really remember. Um, and and what I love about it, watching his, his post-match press conference, um, post-match press conference, <laughs> post-match interview, yeah. was... The fact that he said, you know, he's getting so much advice from yeah. Tim Close. And doesn't that tell you, Jack, mm. how ridiculously good that this squad mm. is? And and I think there's been... We've always known this season that we've been able to score goals. We're, mm. the, we're the league's top scorers now. But I was watching the highlights back um, from the weekend. We looked so solid defensively. Mm. I saw a lot of criticism in terms of the Millwall goal. I thought it was actually quite a well-worked corner. Absolutely, Jack. I, I, I mean, I honestly... I mean, naturally when Norwich concede I don't know everyone listening I think this. if you were to flip that and we scored that we'd be going what a fantastic yeah, yeah, set yeah, piece absolutely, we've seen. absolutely and I think normally when you're in a, a crowd full of fans you turn around and you go well that was Tim Krull's near post or mm. oh that was Ben Godfrey that should have been there or oh he should have Tom Tribal should have got to the first man yeah. for me if you look at Steve Morrison's run on the edge of the yeah. box that's untrackable class player and, 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 and a bit of luck as well yeah. by the way but it didn't matter in the end did it um, in terms of Buendia, we've spoke about him a lot this season. I was I was chatting to Big Dave the other day. Yeah, and if you boy. can remember back, it, we, we, we had him on the podcast in pre-season and we said about Emi Buendia being the next Sergi Canos. We said he stinks of Sergi Canos. We did. And he's not. He is, he is the real deal, isn't he? Should he be in the Argentina squad? <laughs> I mean... No, should he? I mean, a, no, Messi he? probably has posters of him up in his bedroom, but... Ser- seriously, <laughs> that's not... Honestly, I'm not joking, Jack. Right. I think he's got a shout of being in the, in the Argentina squad. Over what, Messi? Well, not over Messi. <laughs> Let's get that straight. <laughs> I mean, I'm not that mental. But I think he's in with a shout. Um, it's interesting to see that he's already got more assists than the likes of James Madison... Mm. Snoddy was another one I had in there. Did I see correctly? It's fourteen assists. Is uh, that correct? Some, I, I think so. What I just think the thing with Buendia is he looks, he oozes of. Oh God, I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm so in that top of the league mindset. Yeah, Jack. yeah. No, that's fine. He, no, let me go there though. Yeah, no, that's He's, fine. You know when you watch like a really high end Premier League team. Yeah. Like I'm talk, talking a Tottenham, a Liverpool, and. Mm. Um, potentially a United or an Arsenal, when they collect the ball, yeah. there's something about the way that they touch and it's the energy and drive that they yes. have, but they seem to move in a particular way. Right. And I watched Buendia and he just... And I'm completely contradicting myself, which is hilarious. And congratulations, Emmy, because you've done it. 
you've cast the ghosts of um, of Sergi Canos. <laughs> he just looks like he should be playing for a top six, six Premier League team. I'm not jumping the gun already. I don't think I am. I just the he's of the Madison he ilk, isn't He's a different type of player, but he's he, he's got that he, kind of quality to change a game. He's not a kick taker. Yeah. Of course, Madison was an excellent kick taker. Madison will be playing for England within the next tournament, 100%. Um, but yeah, it's just bloody exciting to see that we've had Wes, we've had Madders, and now we've got Buendia. And I think one of the most telling statistics, I think he's in the top 10 in the league in terms of tackles made. Is he really? So that shows, I think, I mean... Be, f- be sure to prove me wrong, but he's definitely up there. I saw it the other day. That shows the willingness for attacking players to fight back as well, doesn't it? I think it's Daniel Farker. I think that is Daniel Farker imposing his expertise on the team, one hundred percent. I just think it's cr- I think it's crazy that we some of the players that we've got on the bench. Mm. You know, Dennis, Champions League Dennis Rabeni, <laughs> yeah. and you know Jordan Rhodes. Yeah. On Morris the bench, Leitner. On the bench, week in, week out, yeah. yeah. Morris Leitner, I mean, it, it's so exciting to watch. I just, I really, how many games have we got to win now to win the league? I would say seven games oh, would do it. Seven so out of exciting. 11, that would take you to 90 points. Seven wins and four losses would be 90 yeah. points. And I think that will probably be enough. This And I can't see us losing more than four games. Famous last words, but I just can't. Well, two home games. Yeah, they're big. I mean, we'll get onto them in a bit. I was just going to say, when, when Millwall scored their equaliser just before half-time, what was the feeling in the crowd? Because I know when I was following it um, on Twitter and I was around a lot of my colleagues who were also Norwich fans, we weren't worried. What was the feeling like in the crowd? Were they, were, were they not worried on Twitter? Or I, don't think, I think the thing with Twitter is a lot of people say, I can't believe everyone's moaning, when actually no one's moaning, and there's more people moaning about people moaning when there's no one moaning. Yeah, there might be a I few, think... I mean, it's never ideal to concede just before half-time. Yeah. But for me, yeah. when you get to this stage in the season, patterns yeah. start to develop, yeah. statistics start to show, and Norwich have scored, I think, 30% of their goals in the final 20 minutes yeah. of the game. And that is because we wear teams down Fitness. and we're yeah. very fit. Yeah. And it just felt like it was there was only one outcome. Yeah, definitely. There, there, there certainly wasn't a feed. I think, obviously, we were all gutted that, that Millwall got that equaliser when they did. Was it deserved? Um, um, you know what? I, th- I think, it, yeah, maybe. Maybe it was. Maybe um, maybe we weren't proactive. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I think that it could, have, it could well have been deserved. Um, but there certainly wasn't a feeling in the crowd um, that... You know, we weren't going to go on to, to win that game of football. Yeah. And by the way, the fact that we were sh- we were shooting towards us yes. second half, those two tiers, and the what a following wall, by the way, the yellow wall. It was it was absolutely brilliant. But I, f- I feel as if the, the 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 Norwich fans there sucked the ball into that in that second half. Mm. It was just bloody brilliant. And you think back to when we lost at Preston, three yeah. one. We we deserve to lose that night. But to follow that up with three consecutive wins against. Yeah. Bristol City, Millwall. Who was the other game? Um, I can't. I can't recall now. Mate, but lost me. Three good Barnsley. wins. Bristol. Barnsley aren't in our, in our league. <laughs> no, I said that. Bristol City. Um, Why do I say Barnsley? I don't know. It's top uh, of the let us sorry. know who the other game is down in the comments. We've completely lost our minds, but that shows the kind of mentality in this squad, doesn't it? To to, to lose, to get beaten well, and then follow up with three big wins. Just proves that. 
we we are where we're meant to be. One hundred percent. Um. Okay. Good. Any any last thoughts on Millwall? Um. Oh, any last thoughts on Millwall? Oh, really? No. It's. I'm not being arrogant. It, well, I am being arrogant. It sounded. It, it it felt routine. I think you were you we were, were going to it. It. You were going into the game a lot more confident than me. I, I can yeah. remember when we, we just finished the Halty podcast last Monday. We went downstairs into your living room and I said, I'll oh, have a good day Saturday. I'll definitely take a point. And you said, what? Yeah. No way. You were no like, way. three points. Definitely. Absolutely no way. Absolutely. I think that was kind of pre-Sheffield United at home. That attitude of, oh, this is a banana skin. Oh, this is a banana right. skin. You know, we know that we've got the squad. We know we've got the fitness. We know we've got the ability to, to run teams down into the ground. So is there any, with that being said, is there any game left now that you're thinking, quite I'll take a point against them? Um, oh. Middlesbrough, Stoke. Um, Stoke's away. Stoke's away. Stoke's Middlesbrough's away. away. But then Stoke have been off key this season. And, and by the way, I can't see us losing an away game. Right. We've been better away than we have been at home, mm. performance-wise, in my humble opinion. Um I look at the whole match at home right. and I go, potentially, but again, I just, why? Mm. Why? It's fascinating, isn't it? We've lost six games of football this season. Three of them came in the month of August. Mm. So we've lost three games from September onwards. That's unbelievable. Uh, let's move on to a certain Nelson Oliveira. Thoughts? <laughs> I mean, it almost feels like this was written in the stars, doesn't it? The goal that essentially sends Ipswich down. Karma's coming a bitch. from um Karma is a bitch. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say on the matter. I mean, it's fascinating, isn't it? Oliveira was the first player to kind of get caught up in the whole Farker era yep. at Fulham. Chucks his shirt down on the floor. That's that's game over for him, essentially. It's such a Nelson thing to do, isn't it? His yeah. seller against Ipswich. And Ipswich fans... So it's Reading against Ipswich. Reading just above the relegation places. Ipswich, if they win, could could move within six points of safety. Ipswich losing that game at home to Reading. Game over. Yeah. But the the... That video of the Ipswich fans chanting, Oh, Tyrone Mings, he stamped on your face. That, by the way, and then that's the chant disgusting. ends. That's the chant disgusting. ends and Nelson scores and it's like, if there was a definition of karma, that video needs to go in the dictionary because I'm, it was so just pleased. perfect. I'm so pleased it happened for that exact reason because that chant is disgusting. Mm. Absolutely disgusting. It does. It, it, it feels slightly hypocritical. There were, there were certain Norwich fans, and I don't condone the behaviour, saying they were happy that Freddie Sears was out for, for nine, ten months with that. Mm. And Ipswich fans, rightly so, were saying that's horrible. And then to hear, it wasn't a small section, it was almost the whole of the lower tier behind the goal, chanting that yeah. chant. It feels wrong. You should never be wishing injury upon players. Uh, to be honest with you, Jack, it's the kind of mentality that you'd have if your team's at the bottom of the league and you've got nothing to play for. That's the sort of thing that you would do because you've lost your head at that point. Mm. Paul Lambert now has a 9% win ratio at Ipswich. Is that, the, is that worse than Paul Hurst? Yes, it is. Let's move on. Uh, right, should we answer some Twitter questions? Can I just say, can I, I need to publicly announce this. I have to. I know I said it to you off, off camera. Please don't tweet me anymore asking me to do the, the league table scroller because <laughs> I, I've just decided that it, enough's enough. They're down. Maybe I'll do one one last one when they go down at the end of the season. It's all, is it that gif from The Simpsons when 
that that like one they're of the already dead. Stop, yeah, they're already yeah, dead. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Now, isn't so it? I'm ju- I just wanted to publicly announce. Please don't tweet me asking because I'll feel like I want to, but I can't anymore because I, I'm just bored of it. I mean, we get, we're potentially going to go on to win the league. Do you think though? So Ipswich's final games of the season: Sheffield United and Leeds. Lost, lost. Imagine, just imagine, if they were to beat one of them, which gets us promoted. I mean. You know what? Agent Lambert, you you've know completed what? your work. You know what? It'll happen. <laughs> you know what? It'll happen. You, you wouldn't be surprised, would you? Everything about them this season has fallen into our hands. Mm. Everything. Hilarious. Long live Lambert. You know what? I saw a picture the other day. It's going to be going out on the TNC social soon, so stay tuned. And I found the picture of Paul Lambert holding the Norwich City Hall of Fame frame. Yeah. And I cannot wait to publish that. Brilliant. Twitter questions? Yeah, let's do it. Right, okay, Twitter questions time. Apologies for me luring you all in. Uh, If you haven't seen the tweet, go over to the TNC account. I tweeted a gif of Mick McCarthy and everyone thought Mick McCarthy was on the podcast. Would you like to have Mick McCarthy on the podcast? Mate, I would love, would you? Love to get the legend Mick McCarthy Mm. on the the Talk Norris City podcast. I'd love it. (laughs) Agent Mick, Agent Mick. By the way, we need something for the big 100. Again, if you're watching on Paul YouTube, Hurst comment below who we should get for the 100th episode. Brilliant. Um, so, Daniel Brackpool. We've kind of answered this already. Ben Godfrey or Tim Close? At the moment, Ben Godfrey. Absolutely Ben Godfrey. Yeah. I, there's no reason why not. I, I think Tim is a brilliant, brilliant squad player. You know what? The way that Ben's playing, he might force Tim out of the club. Yeah. Because Tim's on a Tim's on big bucks, mm. or well, not big, yeah, but for the bigger than yeah. bigger than the other Norwich players. Yeah. Um, so let's be real: the way that it's going, Ben might be there for the foreseeable future. And, and fair, but and, you play to him. And you mentioned it earlier. I don't think Tim will obviously be frustrated. He's not in the. It's in not this. anything against Tim. It's just Ben being ten out of ten. Yeah, we, we've said it with Rhodes this season. We've said it with Norwich yeah. Martinet. Yeah. All all professional footballers will be frustrated they're not in the squad, but they're not going to be kicking off. They understand that the players in their position are doing better. Yeah. And I think that's a really health, healthy place to be. Um, Jonathan Parker, how do you rate the changing room dancing of Tom Tribal and Onel Hernandez? Have you seen the video? Yeah, so much interest. What about the music? That's kind of up your street, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like old school tech, um, like tech, techno vibes. I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm oh, feeling yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. What did you make trance, of... Trance, sorry, trance. Not techno, it was trance. Was it trance? It, yeah. it all sounds the same. No, it doesn't. Um, what did you make of the kit man putting pictures of Norwich City up in the away dressing room. Did you like Love it? Love that. Yeah. Love that. What a great way to motivate your players. Brilliant. Love it. Good. Absolutely love it. Maxim Calver. Uh, the season's drawing to a close and Farker still hasn't signed a new contract. Can we start a Talk Norwich City fundraiser and buy the man a horse? That might be the clause that's missing. The way things have gone at Norwich City this season, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if they pull like a donkey out from from Great Yarmouth Britannia Pier and stick it on the Carrow pitch at the end of the season and just <laughs> par- and parade Farker on a on a donkey. On a donkey. Would you like to see that? I wouldn't like to see him on a Great Yarmouth donkey, but no? I would like to see him on a on a on really a f- well kept stallion. Yeah. I've got a lot of interest. I'm actually I've I've got this dream, right? I've got this dream. <laughs> The open top bus, yeah, <laughs> gliding through the city centre. You know what I mean. If you, I don't know if you're if getting you through there, there with them roadworks at the moment. If you were there, Adam Drury lift, lifting yeah. the trophy aloft at City Hall, County Hall, wherever it's called, um, City Hall, City Hall, not County Hall, City Hall, definitely not County Hall. That'd be <laughs> miles up. 
City Hall. Um, I've then got this vision of Farker not being on the bus. Right. He's on a horse on the front and he's just there, just taking just taking in the crowd, you know. <laughs> just wave waving at the Queen almost. Okay. Just you know. I've got a lot of interest in I've that. just you know we've you know we've discussed a lot this season how awful the half time game is at the moment. And yeah. we've discussed the idea of fifteen minute dealia meals. Great corporate deal for the club though. I think what we do is get Frankie Dettori to take on Daniel Farker. Frankie's expensive. I don't care. We haven't got the cash for Frankie. Mate, Premier League money. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, fine. Frankie Dettori against Daniel Farker yeah, on from horse. the River End to uh, the Barclay on a horse. Yeah. And well, we had horses on the pitch before when we smashed Ipswich. We did, but there's going to be hurdles, and the hurdles are going to be made out of the Norwich City substitute bench. So like Moritz Leitner laying down, oh, Dennis Shrebeni, <laughs> and Farker has Farker will have to nail it. Otherwise, if he doesn't, he injures his players. Um, yeah, okay. I tell you what. On a different note, no, kind of similar. Millwall, yeah. their halftime entertainment was brilliant, what was and it? all it was was they had some. They literally had uh, their, I don't know, it was a youth team or just some random youngsters <laughs> running around the pitch twice, like a relay race. Right, and it was like like Team Norwich versus Team Millwall. Okay, and it got to this little kid, bless his heart, right in front of the Norwich fans, and he didn't understand the concept of it was a rally race, so therefore. When your when your man gives you the stick, yeah, run right. Instead of that, he waited for the Millwall chap to catch up with him. But anyway, it was great. It was it was very entertaining. I'm sure that the Norwich City commercial team will be all over a more innovative, entertaining halftime game next season. Good. Finn Stevens, can either of you remember having a player that cares about the club and the fans as much as Christoph Zimmerman does? Yeah. Who? Adam Jury. It, yeah, there, there have been players, but it is lovely. I like to the say. romance of it, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Christoph Zimmerman, um, I think what I like about him is it's just so obvious how appreciative he is of this. He, he, he probably sees it still as an opportunity. Yeah. And it's just mad. Yeah. The fact that he's had Arsene Wenger saying, where did you find him? I mean, mm. it just says it all. I, I love the fact that every single game, home and away, he no one's told him there's a lap of honour at the end of the season. So yeah. you don't need to do it every <laughs> yeah. game, in. He just does it every game. Yeah. And I love that. Um, it was, I think that photo of him and Ben Godfrey from the game, from after the game at Bristol City could be the kind of iconic photo of, of the of the modern era at Norwich City. It, it just summed up what this squad is about in terms of yeah. passion, unity, love for the badge. No, I, did, I actually think there's a better picture. What? I'm not just trying to... The better picture was Millwall. Obviously, Zim being going through... Some carry time. on, I'm just going to move this camera slightly, but carry what, on. You actually want me to carry on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just well, keep talking. Look, for, for, for me, <clears throat> Zim has obviously been going through some tough times. Yes, and that, yeah, that, yeah. that's very obvious. Yeah. And I thought that the photo of Marco Steepman, Marco Steepman embracing yes. the Zim after the game, Zim tearing his eye, that is what sums up this football club at the moment. That yeah. is the passion. That says it all. That says we're not just a team. Yeah. We're they're 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 a family. Yeah. They're a family. And honestly, it got honestly it brings hairs up on my arms thinking about it now. It actually makes me a bit emotional. I fucking love that. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that. Fair bloody play. Yeah. And I'm so pleased that Zim got that goal at the weekend. Yeah. And I'm so pleased and bloody proud that he's the captain of our football club. Yeah, definitely. And how good does that feel that we're proud of the players that represent the shirt? 
Mate, very much so, because there's been seasons of, of past where we've gone, he's a fraud. Yeah. No, indeed. Uh, not to- the Zim, by the way, just to be clear. Definitely not the Zim. No. Um, comment below who you think to be a fraud in a Norris City shirt. Um, Toby or not Toby, he says, I've got an important question. I'm supposed to be going for a city break on the 27th of May until the 31st. Oh. My problem here lies with that being the playoff final date of the 27th. Do you boys think I'm safe to go ahead with the city break yeah. or cancel? P.S. Chris, any chance you want to see introduced to Carrow? Now, Toby, I think the all-important question here is where's the city break? What was the last bit? Any chance you want to see introduced to Carrow? We'll get onto that in a minute. Chance. Oh, chance. Sorry, not chance. Uh, yeah, I need to pronounce my words better. Um, first of all, poor from you, Toby. I'm, I'm going to admit that. You, you don't book holidays that... that you, ne- you never go in on the... Hang on a minute. You what? don't book holidays. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> no, but, no, but this space. is a... This, this could potentially... I've made be. an error. Have you? I have made an error, Jack. I've booked a holiday and I will moan that you know that... I think it was the... Was it the Tuesday that Norwich were meant to be playing Reading at home? And then it got moved to the Wednesday mm, yes. night instead? Well, Wednesday... I'm off. Right. And now they've moved it to the Wednesday. So I can't see Norwich get promoted. Well, that's not really your fault, mate, if Sky have screwed you over that. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's annoying. No, but don't worry about that, because we're not going to be in the playoffs. No, final. I agree. We'll, we'll be winning the league. So. so, in that case, Toby, I hope you have a lovely city break wherever you're off to. Yeah, enjoy. Um, Callum says, if we get promoted, do you think our current squad has, it, has what it takes to survive? I suspect the transfer budget will be minimal, and despite the immense quality of our squad, I feel that positions may require improvement at Premier League level. Um, obviously, the squad will in, in, require some improvement. That's the nature of the beast. I don't necessarily agree that the, 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 the transfer budget will be minimal. I think our finances are pretty much sorted now. I mean, they're not ideal, but they're much better than what they were. I think there's a few players that won't make the step up. I think I've said it once before. I don't think Onel Hernandez will make the step up. What? Personally. What? I honestly don't. To are a you Premier League level. I think I've discussed this with a few people. and I think the thing with Onel is he's fantastic. He gets bums off seats. But it takes him five or six crossing opportunity to deliver that final ball. Mate, he's Look, I'm, happy, to, I'm mate. happy for him to prove me wrong. He's We're also getting... Wrong. He's already proved you wrong. We're not more in the Premier League. It doesn't matter. More in product. It does, that's no, the question. No, but wait. More in product than Josh and Jacob Murphy combined. Yeah, no, that's more not the question. More in product than Nathan Redmond. That's not also not mate, the question. They were, they were Premier League players we had. They were Premier League players. Yeah, they didn't really cut it. Exactly. Anel <laughs> Hernandez will make it in the Premier League. Okay, well, okay. Um, but... To make you happy here, I think this squad has everything. I think if we were to go up with this squad and not make any additions, I think they'd stay in the Premier League. Have you watched the Premier League in the last few games? Like, just No, I haven't. Well, yeah. Do you know why you haven't? Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a bit shit. Yeah. Honestly, um, of course we'll have to invest in our squad. Of course we will. Well, but we're, we're also always... not up yet. Let's, be, let's, I know, let's I know. make but, that but clear. We've all, but we've always said with this team this season... That we we look like a team that could compete in the Premier League yeah. because of the style of football yeah. that we play. Um, if you look at Huddersfield, I think that's why maybe this question might have been chucked in the room. Um, I don't think Huddersfield's investment has been wise. I think they've invested. It's recruiting, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah I, I think they've. I don't think they've recruited in with with the right types of, of players. I think they've taken pot shots, which is exactly what we did under McNally yeah. with the likes of Naismith, for example. Mm. That's why. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're not. And I yet. think Puki would definitely score score goals in the Premier League. He's got the you traits you need. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think we could do it. Good. I think the, the the club you certainly don't want to copy is Fulham. I was so yeah. impressed with Fulham last season. So impressed mm. their style of football, the mentality around the club, yeah, you and they threw all of that out of the window. Spent 120 million pounds, whatever yeah. it was, on players that didn't fit the system. Loads of mismatches, and they're going down, and they're yeah. in a perilous position. Well, exactly, because how on earth are they going to? Get rid of that and stay financially exactly. afloat. Exactly. Um, let's get another question. Uh, Neil Spinks, which fixture are we planning for our promotion party? I'm ordering jelly and ice cream in for Sheffield Wednesday at home. First of all, Neil, fantastic celebration dish. Yeah, jelly and ice cream, love lovely that. combo. Love I don't know. I have no idea. As I said, I think we need seven wins out of 11 games. And I think we will get seven wins in nine games. So with whatever game it is with two games to spare, I think we'll do it. So close now, isn't it? God, so close. Um, Ian Gabelli says, Steeperman over Messi. Now do you boys believe me? Yeah, I mean, we we laughed a lot at that, didn't we? We, He is... (laughs) I didn't ever think I'd be saying this seriously. Yeah, Marcus Steeperman is bored to score. He's born to score. Yeah. He's born to score, Jack. Is it nice? All right. I've said it. He's yeah. born to score. No, he said it and now you've said it. Um, Willemots, life is great for the first time in years. We've got nothing to moan about. So let's enjoy the moment. Hang on a minute. Surely we must find a better halftime game. Bring back we've said the it. crossbar challenge. The thing is with the crossbar challenge is it's too much work. For, is it? <laughs> believe it or not. Work, mate. What, no, what have because, you got to do? Because... The balls are everywhere in the Barclay. So? The fans can chuck them back. Hey, Jack, I'm on your team. Yeah. I'm just saying why they won't do it. It's just a fact. What, so staff at Norwich aren't bothered to collect balls I'm out? I'm not saying that. I just, I just, I, I think that there's more money in Tampa. That's what I'm actually saying. Right, okay. Ollie Barnard with a big question here. Custard creams or bourbons? Oh, bloody love a bourbon. Do you? Don't you're a custard cream? Yeah. Boy. Oh, you stink. It depends you know what, what mood I'm in. I knew you were going to say custard cream. It depends what mood I'm in. There is always a time and a place for a bourbon. I agree. What mood I are just you in? think the custom cream is more custom ver- cream. <laughs> custom cream. My custom custard cream is slightly more versatile. I you think do, it can pull more. Strength. Yeah, you do love a cream. I do, especially a custard one. Yeah. Um, actually, that's a very good point. Actually. I, I am always horrified when people pick ice cream over cream with like a sticky toffee pudding or something. What are you thinking? Why are you having ice cream with spotted dick? <laughs> Definitely get cream on that. Here we go, creaming and spotted dick. Goodness Mate, gracious me. I bet you pick ice cream with your, with, your, with your desserts in a nice country pub, don't you? Mate, I try You're to, that kind of person. I try to avoid a spotted dick if I can. Do you? I yeah. don't. I bloody love it. Um, Joe Denton I'm planning an alcoholic brunch in Doha in a few weeks time <laughs> three choices of places to go I'm stuck now do we go, does Joe go for the vine at St Regis Toro Toro at Kempinski or the breakfast club at the Grand Hyatt breakfast club yeah that sounds expensive yeah I'm all over it then. I know there's a breakfast club in London that you can never get into the vine the vine it's a good place in terms of the one in the Midlands I don't know about the one in St Regis good old Joe they live in the dream in Qatar yeah Doha 
Good old boy. Be over there soon. Um, Adam Harvey, what did you make of James Husbandinho's banger of a free kick at the weekend? <laughs> Have you seen it? Oh my James God. Husband oh, turning into Ronaldinho. Oh, honestly, when I watched it, I thought it was going to pass out. <laughs> I, I thought it was his dream. first goal in five years. I thought it was just a weird dream, yeah. wasn't it? It was such a good strike. Oh, it's a brilliant strike. I mean, for that alone, I think bringing back, get him starting, Jack, yeah. I think it would be... Uh, I mean, Incredible. we haven't seen Jamal score free kicks. I mean, you said that you wanted Premier League quality. I mean, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Jamal, up your free kick game, my friend, because James Husbandinho <laughs> is coming <laughs> for that position. oh my God. Um, Boy, Fleetwood. <laughs> under Joey Barton. Shite. <laughs> That's another oh, club you fist I'm off. sorry, but they are. Not that there's many fans there. Um, <laughs> Stephen Burrell. We keep getting asked this question every week, and my thoughts on it keeps changing. At the moment, who'd be your player of the season? Max Ahrens. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be Pookie, isn't it? <laughs> it has to be Pookie. When which, which sucks on Max, but... <sighs> Comment below if you're watching on YouTube, because I'm a bit stuck here. Um, I think you're right. I think it's between Pookie or Aaron's for me. It, well, no, 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 no. It is definitely got to be Team Pookie. Has it would it? be a, it? it would be robbery. I mean, I, gr- I agree with with um, who was it on the other week that said it had to be forgotten now. Anyway, well, if Grant Holt's saying it's Team Pookie, it. yeah. it's Team Pookie. Uh, I think it was um, Pete Rogers, wasn't it? As, as, well. as a three on the spin winner. Um, look, Team Pookie. I mean, God knows how many goals he's going to have by the end of this season. Well, he's he's got to go one in two now for the record amount of championship yeah. goals in a season. What was it that he's already scored more goals in 25 games than like Chris Sutton and loads of the yeah. others? I don't know. Well, he needs, I think he's now equaled Holtie's league goal record for a season. By the way, he secretly hated that, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He, he did. was very he admit it. To it, but. Um, Ben Roberts, Jack slash Chris, which other team alongside Norwich do you think will get promoted? Now, mm. Ben obviously thinking, uh, this is a West Brom fan actually, so he's obviously thinking that we will get promoted automatically. For me, it's Sheffield United. I, I think Leeds will tail off a little bit, although their win against West Brom was incredibly impressive. Although I haven't really rated West Brom as much as you have this season. For me, Sheffield United have all the credentials they need to go up. It's going to be very... We're recording this on the night. Actually, mm. Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday are playing. It's half an hour in. Ooh. in t- you, oh, I've got a bet on. No, let me check the score. Okay. And you, what other team do you think, as well as um, Norwich, will go up? I think I It's nil-nil in the Steel Derby. Okay. Uh, for me, I think that... Is it really? Oh, there's no way... There's only half an hour in. gone. Um... Yeah, there's no way my bet's coming in. I've, I've gone quite big, actually. Right, OK. Um, oh, God. I think Sheffield United have an excellent, excellent team. I think they work hard for each other. Um, I admire the way that they they play. I do. I like it. It's aggressive. It's British. I like that. Um, but I see, I see West Brom have so much talent and power... They're a Premier League team in the Championship. But is that cohesion there? I mean, we've had look, Premier go, League teams look, in the Championship. Going forwards, it is. Going forwards, it is. I mean, they couldn't score um, against Leeds. We scored yeah, three. Yeah, but mate, they've got Dwight Gale on the bench. I can't see... I, it would be so weird for them to not take that second spot. And But but then, I don't know. I don't I do think Leeds will bottle it. Um, and I think if Sheffield United lose lose to Wednesday, I think that I think they're going to find it tough to get out of that as well. 
how can if you lose to your to your local rival? I mean, it hasn't happened yeah, yet. But. Oh, I know, but if you were to, that could be really damaging. For me, I'm I'm Norwich to win the league Wednesday. To, um, Wednesday. To <laughs> Imagine that would be West a Brom. West Brom really? to come up with us. Okay. Playoffs. Who's your playoff winner? Frank Lampard's derby. No. They're doing well at the moment, aren't they? You know what? You you might see like a Hull or a or a Bristol City creeping. Lo- For me, you love Hull. Have I do you got, like Hull. Have you got a sponsorship with them or something? No, I, I mean former City oh, culture. You, you know, bang on about Hull every week. They're doing well. That's probably another team you're going to underestimate, and they'll come and beat us, much like you've done with Preston. So I wouldn't give them stick. I'm not giving them stick. You I'm not giving their football team podcast, stick. I'm not giving their football team stick. I'm giving their whole city stick. Have Norwich been a city of culture? No, we, we should have been though, but we haven't. Practically fraudulent. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. We've got way more. Hull have than been. Hull. <laughs> we Hull have. Uh, anyway, this is the next question from Olive Middleton. Um, they ask: Mark Bunn, Carlo Nash, Jake Keane, or Paul Jones? Jake Keane. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I read this and thought, wow, I forgot wow, about him. That's a who's starting and who's your backup? Nash. Nash to start all day long. Really? Oh, Carlo Nash, mate. Really? Yeah, I'm just seeing who's Jake Keane playing for. Nowadays? I've got this thing where whenever I see one of those tweets, you know those, you know those quote retweets where yeah. you could just like quote it. Jake um, Keane is at Mansfield. Carlo Nash for everything. Carlo Nash to start there for me. Yeah. Um, Mark Bunn to be fair played in the Premier League for us. Yeah, but Bun, Bunny's so arrogant. I've just got no interest in him. I'm sorry. I'm can you sorry. remember if you like Mark Bunn? I'm sorry. Do you remember when he tweeted that picture of him eating? Um, I think there was the chocolates. That, Life is a number two or something, or I don't I know. think it was like a number four at the time. It was all very tin pot, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's your number two there, though? Uh, Jake Keane, give it. Jake Keane wasn't great. Paul Jones was like fifty-seven. Oh, jo- Jonesy, you went in on him. I remember that. Or Paul Jones? Yeah, you were like, Paul he... Jones is stealing a living. Well, I think it's I didn't say he was stealing a living. You, you did. You were really, you were really. I was saying he was keeping that. young players out of the team. By the way, right. on that note, let's go positive. Great to see Aston on the bench. Yeah, great to see that. Great experience loved, for him. Loved seeing him. No, he would have, he would have thrived off of that for sure. Um, have you ever known a Norwich City bench for a Championship game as strong as Saturday's with Hanley, Closer, Vrancic, Leitner, Tete, no. and Rhodes? I mean, all of them players at the start of the season were starting for us, yeah. and now they can't get in the team. That shows the squad depth. Yeah, hundred percent. We've spoken about it already, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Jack Debbage, Adrian Durham just said on Talksport that Timu Puki is a one-season wonder. How do you think he will be if a we go up? Of course he did. B own. if we don't. God, I hate those sorts of statements. I also Very saw the. I think Adrian Durham then went on to say that Jack Grealish is the best player in the championship. Why? Right. Okay. Unpopular opinion potentially. Amazing, amazing strike by Grealish of the week. Yeah, great strike. Amazing strike. His only his third goal of the season. Hats off to him. But I don't understand why he's got such a short socks. Such a good reputation. I mean, the, the socks are criminal. Yeah, criminal. For me, I just don't see the hype. I don't, for some reason, I mean, I remember, I remember getting stick from Villa fans because I said that Madison was better than Grealish. Yeah, I think they're on. I think they're absolutely do lally. Yeah, bonkers. Okay, so anyway, where were we? We lost. Uh, let, let's go back to Pookie. Is he a one-season wonder? Um, no, I don't think he is. No, I think I think Premier it, League will be harder though, mind. Yeah, very very hard. But all, everyone said that Holtie wouldn't score goals in the Premier, and he banged in fifteen and should have gone to Euro twenty twelve. Not bitter about that at all. Um, let's go to the next question. Loads of people asking how they think this current squad will get on in the Premier League. We're not up yet. I may add. Um, 
Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Uh, final question, Josh Leggett. How does it feel to be Chris and living rent-free inside of Ipswich Town fans' heads? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. Do you enjoy it? Pete, oh, okay, let me try and... How do I word this without annoying people? The thing for me is I remember going down to League One and those Ipswich boys hammered us mm. every day, hammered, 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 slating us over and over again, getting £20 notes out and waving them in the stands. For me, I'm going to enjoy every living, breathing moment and it tastes so good, so good. It tastes so good. And I'm not, I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. I don't understand the rich fans that are like, oh, yeah, 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 we're better than that, we're better than that. Yeah, we are better than that, but let's enjoy it. They enjoyed it. Why could, can't we enjoy you it? You can enjoy Norwich being top of the league and also Ipswich being bottom as well, can't that's, you? See, that's the thing the Ipswich not, fans can't take. They can't take that we're top and then bottom. That's the issue. Right. And yeah, I am living rent-free inside their heads and, and I'm achieving what I've wanted to, <laughs> which is to annoy the hell out of them because they did the same thing to us. Yeah. So why should they get away scot-free with it? Why should we let them rot without really turning the knife? Mm. Should we get on to looking ahead to the Swans again? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, a Friday night under the lights awaits. Um, I, I don't like Friday night games. Oh, Jack, I love it. I love a Friday night game. Do you, why? Because then you've got the whole weekend to chill after your three points. Right, so you're confident. Swansea, seven points off the playoffs. Like it's a Daniel James, Ollie McBurney. Surely they're a team to be scared of. You say this every game, though. Yeah. Championship's a tough division. I know it is. I know it is. Um, I just... Yeah. I you said we'll earlier... I think we'll win. You said earlier, and I, and I did agree, performances have been better away from home this yeah, season. Yeah, I agree with that. So, we won't demolish them. That's fair enough. We won't demolish them. Famous last words. We probably will now. I just love... I loved it when... I can't remember who it was we played on the Friday night beforehand... And we, Villa? Won, we won that game. And then we Villa. had the whole weekend to just oh, watch all of the yeah. schools go our way. Yeah. On Sky Sports News, bit of Jeff. Loved it. Absolutely um, loved it. Yeah. This game, with it being the Friday night, with us playing before everyone else, it has potential to really mount pressure on the teams behind us. Absolutely. So all of the all of the emphasis, all of the motivation is there for the players, even more. Or so. does it go the other way and it asserts more pressure on us to deliver. We've been excellent on TV all season. We've I'm not saying e about the TV, I'm saying more about they will know how big this game is. It doesn't get any bigger than that Leeds game. That was the biggest game in the season. Right. And we passed it with flying colours. You can't get more pressure than that Leeds away game. Mm. You cannot. The intimidating atmosphere, walking through the home section, having to put the bus through a different exit to get through the Leeds fans and, and the rumours of massive fights between fans and the fact that... and fair play to them because the atmosphere was incredible and um, there's no there's no way that it'll get it'll get more pressure than that Jack. in terms of the team do you think there'll be any changes I know we spoke last time about McLean had just scored twice will Leitner come back in he didn't it's evident that Farker is basing his team selections not on names but on form mm. would there be any changes were there any performance levels that slightly dipped at Millwall um, I think the only two players under a um, the only two players you could consider switching, consider, is McLean and Tribal. Consider, right? Consider, and um, all of the other players, you you, you can't take them out. 
Mm. You cannot take them out. There's there's no way. You, you just can't. Surely Tribal was excellent though, wasn't he on Saturday? Yeah, Tribal was decent, but I'm just saying he would be. It was him and McLean where maybe, but I just I, I find it hard to change it. All of them when your team's winning games of football like that, and and you know Farker's stubborn mm. in terms of his his team selection, and he's proven that it, that it works. I think that I don't think we bled too much at Millwall, so to speak, to make um, wholesale changes. So we're saying seven wins will do it. Do you think this will be one of the wins? Yeah, I do. Do you? If you would have asked me that question three weeks ago, I would have said yes. I think Swansea were in a strange that the, their chairman had just left. Yeah. Daniel James was on the verge of joining Leeds. That never happened. But Bernie was going through a bit of a dry spell. Swansea do scare me a little bit, though. I think they are, on their day, a very good side. Yeah, they are. Um, and I don't like Friday night games. It's silly, but I, I think that might play a part. I'm just nervous, mate. I am nervous. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, fair play. The nerves will creep in, but Norwich City fans just need to do... Do you think the players will be nervous? No, this is the thing. Right. I just, I, so Nor- it's us worrying about nothing? Yeah. Right. The, the, the Norwich fans need to turn up and do what we've done time in, time out this season. Sing our hearts out for the lads and they will deliver for us. They will. Yeah. The players have thrived off it. They went and tonked Leeds away. <laughs> you can't and, argue with it, can you? No, you can't. And I'm, and I'm not going to. Um, any final words of wisdom? Um, any motivation? Any messages to people watching? Good vibes only. Yeah. Um, build your own house rather than knocking down someone else's. Right. Um, apart from that, on the ball city, loving life, top of the league. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. These are the seasons, Jack, that you'll look, you'll look back on, as you know, um, and you'll be like, that was a ridiculous season. Yeah. And the way that we played football was scintillating. And, and there's been maybe two or three that stand out for me. But this is now the fourth coming in. Yeah. So please just enjoy yeah. it. This is the thing. I think it was a bloody old Mystic Manson sitting next to me and, and, and Craig go at the game at Millwall. Um, and my missus as well. I should probably mention her. Um, and they were saying, oh, are you nervous, Revo? Are you nervous? I'm like, no, I'm not. Because I'm enjoying it. Mm. I'm just so comfortable with turning up knowing that our team are going to deliver. Yeah. Because they are, aren't they? Definitely. My final words to you, not as much milk in my tea next time. Except for that, <laughs> top man. Thanks very much for watching episode 80 of the Talk North City podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes and also YouTube. Um, yeah, we'll see you after the Swansea game. And another mm. huge guest. Can't wait to see you. Guests? No, we've got one more before that. Oh, yeah, sorry. Have you forgot? Yeah. <laughs> it's a big one. I'll see you then.